welcome to Be Simply. This is She, and I want to thank you for being here in this moment today. We're connecting to shedding as it relates to the alchemy of food. This is something that nature does every fall, and even in the springtime, there's a reflection out in the plant kingdom and even in the vegetable and fruit kingdom that we shed what no longer serves or what's ready to be consumed. So if we use this metaphor as we turn it back to ourselves, that these seasons are a perfect opportunity to kind of clear space, let go of what no longer serves, and to make room for the things we want to create. So if you're in the northern hemisphere, you're coming off of summer, we're going to be transitioning into fall, and if you're in the southern hemisphere, you're coming off of winter, you're going to be transitioning into spring. So these two seasons, as they each other on different parts of the planet are opportunities to collectively shed and when we shed when we let go of energy and this isn't related just to maybe uh, shedding things that we're physically holding on to but you know, on our personal body but in our environment our ecosystem in our relationships it allows for some transformation and rebirth and regrowth so that we can continue to evolve more than not, what happens for the human species during the course of their life, as we know it right now here on planet Earth in this time and space, is that we get attached to our views, our perspectives, we get attached to our comfortable way of being, and we hold on to those, and we don't want to shift those because that makes us feel what? Safe. It makes us understand that we are somewhat, or think, I should say, that we are somewhat in control of our life as we know it. However, when we start to let go of that and realize, like, wow, I'm surfing through these seasons, I'm surfing through different moments in time, and that I have an opportunity to adapt as the conditions shift. No different than if you're a surfer and the wave starts to crest, you paddle out and you pop up to ride that wave in, Something may happen, that wave might not perfectly roll in as you anticipated, so shifting would be required so you don't tumble. Or you might make a decision to say, hey, I'm going to jump and I'm going to dive into this wave and swim back out. Whatever the choice is, it's a metaphor for that we have this choice. We have the opportunity in every given moment to decide what we're going to do. So as we approach these really beautiful seasons that say, hey, you have the opportunity to clear, shed, and prepare for these next creation seasons, which we have a, the opportunity to receive and to harness uh, the yang energy, yin and yang energy in winter and summer. With that, there's a lot of power that we can direct. So what naturally can happen as we enter into fall is that if we've maintained a perspective of, wow, I want to harness my energy as I move through summer, really become clear where I want to direct my energy. As I move into fall, this is an opportunity to keep that energy focused, to maybe understand the things that I realized about self, and let those things shed, fall away. The same thing that can happen into winter in more of a receptive mode, you realize the things that no longer serve, where you want to focus your energy, move into spring, that planting, that rebirth time, and focus the energy so that you can really uh, take 
the opportunity of harnessing your power to move forward in life. And in agricultural system, this would be the way we would put our energy forth to grow crops. And so it's up to you how you want to relate to these metaphors. But today, that shedding, we're going to go through a couple aspects. We're going to go through the mind, the physical body, the emotional body, and the spiritual body. We're going to see where we want to shed, where we want to clear out. And as this relates to the alchemy of food, is that this is an opportunity to really identify the foods that we're putting in our body, uh, the ones that we're ready to say goodbye to because seasonally they're no longer available, even though uh, we live in a current ecosystem that makes strawberries available year-round when actually nature doesn't provide them year-round. So these are things that are important to reflect upon because nature it has this mastery that provides us with the foods that we need and the regions that we need and if we so to choose we have the opportunity to bring ourselves back into harmony that way what that does is if everyone were to start to really think about like, oh strawberries grow at this time of year i'm not going to consume them other than that time of year the agricultural system would shift because there wouldn't be supply and demand however right now we uh, are very much into uh, i want what i want and i'm going to have what i want to have and also have attachment from many different reasons why that might be a great idea. However, there's the opportunity to think, wow, I want to engage with the system as it was designed, because if we engage with any system as it was designed, it will run optimally. Similar if you had a Ferrari and you decided to run diesel fuel on that Ferrari versus maybe a high uh, octane fuel, it's uh, going to have a very different experience when you do that. So this is how we can think about <laughs> the food we put into our bodies, when we put it into our bodies, and what we're ready to shed. So I'm going to play that song all the way through. It's called Together and a Mystery Artist because it was uh, gifted to me. And uh, the words of it are uh, meant to be internal and external really diving in and thinking about the things you're ready to shed, the things that maybe have caused conflict internally and therefore inhibit you from moving forward externally. As you listen to the segment, think of it as we would in yogic philosophy or terms, the union within self. More often than not, uh, in our society right now, we're so attached to grasping externally. And when we do this, we circumvent the, the true understanding that we can be in harmony with ourselves, with the world around us, and then we have more to offer our family and friends. So as you move through this song, take a moment just to evaluate, uh, one, what you're ready to shed, two, welcome yourself to be in harmony with self, come together, come into union with self, so that your system can be operating at its optimal ability in every moment. So with that being said, take a gentle breath in and out. Again, deep breath in and out. Another one, deep breath in and out.
hazy skies They're contaminated Drinking water ain't so clean no more It's our situation So many roads lead men to die It's time to come together Under Jamun this time, time to last forever Nothing ever changes around here It's time, time we come Yeah.
knowing, hopefully during that segment you had the opportunity to really reflect on what you're ready to shed. And within that, there's this great opportunity to realize that there's freedom within that. So we can often hold on to what we think we need and we can hold on to those things that uh, no longer serve because they are providing something perceptually. Also, we can ignore those things that actually are there to support us. So really when we're doing this evaluation of shedding, I recommend to everyone to really, really be honest with yourself. What are the things I'm holding on to that really just don't serve or keeping me from placing my time and attention in places that will grow and prosper? And then what am I ignoring in my life that is this ripe resource and maybe that resource is someone that supports you in a way that really can help you actualize your dreams or maybe that ripe resource is something internally that you haven't cultivated because you've been too obsessed or distracted with these other habits and patterns that don't serve. So we can, in our, on a daily basis, convince ourselves that the way we're moving through the world is the way it shall be and should be. And we can hold this attention for a whole lifetime. And that's why when we keep ourselves more objective and open to what's unfolding around us, there's this opportunity to really, really uh, expand beyond what we think we know. So with that being said, I would love for you to um, take a moment, even if you need to pause this broadcast, to really write down two things. Just one thing that you're ready to shed in this transitional period as we move into this next season. To be prepared to shed that is a process because it might involve clearing your physical space. It might be like, oh, I need to reevaluate how I'm relating to family and friends or a close partner. It might be, oh, I need to make some transitions within work. Uh, all these different things. Oh, I'm ready to really make some transitions on how I relate to my physical body, my emotional body, my mental body. All of these things will feed into how we show up in the world. So with that being said, I welcome you in this moment to write down one thing that you're ready to shed. And then from there, I would love for you to reflect and write down one thing that you haven't been really tending to, a resource, um, and let's make it internal and external because this is how we relate to the world. Usually the external can become the distraction uh, from the internal resource and sometimes we are distracted from the external resources that are there for us. It's kind of, there's this uh, beautiful little allegory about a man that's calling on for support and he ignores it over and over and over again up into the point where it cost him his life. So sometimes we can have all the help in the world, but we actually ignore 
the source of where it's coming from. We don't accept it because we think it should show up in a different shape or form. And unbeknownst, unbeknownst to us, we short circuit ourselves from really um, being able to harness that opportunity in that moment. The good news is that even if it did cost someone their life, it'll circle back around in the next, uh, give you another opportunity to accept and receive which, that which is given. So write those down. And then when we move from there, what I'd love for you to connect to and evaluate is where do you want to go in your life? Where do you want to be in your life in this next season? You don't have to have a five, ten year long range plan, but where do you want to go? So if we're constantly building on that which is immediate, which is in the microcosm of our world, it will continue to build. So let's say, hey, I want to harvest my fields that I planted this summer and they're ready, the corn, the squash, all those things are ready to be harvested and I'm ready to do that. So I'm going to harvest that and then I'm going to save some of the resources that I received during this season for another planting season. So within just that sentiment alone, you're taking those resources, you're going to replant them in the future, you're going to build upon the energy. And the knowledge that you learned with those crops in this season, you'll, you'll pay it forward for, to yourself and to others as you move into other seasons. So these are these great opportunities for you to uh, really think about where you want to go, but address them in the moment, in the present moment. So with that being said, the next thing we want to do is evaluate the mind. So is there anything beyond this one thing that you maybe are willing to shed in the mind that you would like to shed places of attention that you've been putting on yourself and are you ready to let go of that story of that conversation with self and if so then what it takes is a redirect so this is the, the ping pong uh, tournament that you're going to play with yourself something in the mind you're ready to shed and I don't want to have that conversation with myself anymore or external conversation with myself anymore, ready to let that go. Now, where am I going to redirect my energy? What relationship do I want to have within my mind? For me personally, it, it would be to keep it clear. So if there was a repetitive conversation that is distracting and destructive and diminishing to myself and others, I would turn my attention to keeping a clear mind. So that clear mind is uh, an opportunity to clear the space. And that can be done a couple ways. You can meditate. You can bring a mantra practice to uh, clear those thoughts out and practice keeping the mind open. If in the mind you're saying, oh, I want to release thinking about this or I want to release negative thoughts about myself, then you might redirect yourself to positive thoughts about yourself, reminding yourself of the great things that you've done. And within that, then over space and time, you'll start to diminish focusing on those things that are not serving. So think back and pause the segment and write that down. I'm ready to shed this. And then number two from there, where would you like to shed in the physical body? Is there an aspect of your physical body that you haven't been uh, honoring to the best of it, your knowledge? So you might do certain things. You might eat relatively well and however there are other things within the physical body you don't exercise maybe uh, you 
you eat kind of well, but you're actually a little uh, abusive to yourself within the quality of foods, the quality of maybe beverages, or maybe you consume things like drugs and alcohol that actually are energy energy inhibitors and are very toxic to the system, which would cause a lot of replenishment. What are you doing to the physical body? Are you having negative talk that actually diminishes your perception of your body as it is in this moment in time? Think about that. What Where is an area within my physical dwelling that I can support it? And whatever that might be, decide. Let's say you have a little extra weight and you decide, well, if I exercise, improve my eating, and maybe I need restraint within some of my eating habits, maybe not eating foods that don't work, um, or I need to actually nourish myself really well, making sure I have a balanced diet. And this, honestly, is more than not the case. People do not nourish themselves. They are actually denying themselves the minerals and nutrients that they need. They're just focusing that, oh, I need to lose weight, so I'm going to deny myself something, or I'm going to go through these cleanses or crash diets and actually diminish my body further because I'm not replenishing it with the nutrients that it needs. So evaluate there where it is for you, pause the segment, write it down, and then also where would you like to refocus your energy as it relates to the physical body, whether it's what you're putting into it, what, how you're moving it, whatever it might be. Really think about that and write it down. The next one is emotional energy. Where are you putting your emotional energy? Where is it not serving? and where would you like to put it? So with that being said, you can decide uh, what that might be. And if there's something that's not building positive energy, not building this energy that can continue to bring yourself a positive result uh, in exchange of energy, emotional energy is an exchange. So if you're sad or angry or upset or judgmental, this is an exchange, so that sadness is an exchange with whatever you're being sad about, that anger is an exchange of whatever you might be angry about, judgment is an exchange of what you might be judging, and from there, uh, that just can be diminishing. There's a lot of control mechanisms that happen within emotions. The only thing you can do is hold yourself accountable. How can I have a healthy expression of emotion without uh, diminishing myself and others and this can take a practice a lot of people want to go to the good feeling emotions because those are building yet they can be just as depleting so extreme happiness can deplete your adrenals the same way as extreme anger uh, extreme stress can diminish your adrenals in your entire system the same way as an adrenal rush from doing something really exhilarating so to be mindful of that, and when those occur, to bring in balance into the, the emotional body, and to decide, how do I want to manage my emotional resources, and where do I want to place them? And if I'm going to go on a roller coaster with myself <laughs> and others, uh, how long do I want to continue doing that? So these are choices. So think about, gosh, this has been a way of being that hasn't been beneficial to myself, and I'm ready to release that, um, internal, external. And then what's the one area in your emotional center where you want to bring yourself into harmony, uh, into equanimity? When we're in this, these states, it's easier to really evaluate what's going on objectively around us. So we've evaluated mind, body, heart, and the next is spiritual. So often, more than not, no matter what your belief system is, 
is that we neglect honoring the sacred, the sacred within, the sacred without, however you choose to relate it. And again, we don't need to bring judgment to others as to how they might choose to relate to their spiritual practices, their belief systems, or theological belief systems. All we need to be concerned about is ourself. How do we want to connect to the sacred? We might have a new body of truth based on our own evolution. And that's why I mentioned in the beginning, if we take the opportunity to actually really listen in and be present with who and what and where we are in time and space, we have this opportunity to uh, show up in our optimal power our optimal awareness and actualize a lot more. However, when we're distracted, uh, this is where things get diminished and we're not focusing our energy. So, if you look into the spiritual, holding something sacred, it brings us into a higher state of being, a higher state of awareness. Right now, as things are on planet Earth, uh, there are so much beautiful things happening, so much wonderful things striving for people to care and do well for others. And there's a lot of people suffering in the sense that they are a lot of addictions, there's a lot of uh, conditions, psychological, physically and emotionally, that give us a sense that our society at large is at dis-ease with self. And until we get honest with ourselves about that, mm, the evolution and change stagnates. So when we get attached to whatever we think we know in a moment, we might fixate on that perception and not allow ourselves to evolve. So it's great. You have a new body of information based on facts, on your relationship to what's occurring around you and how you want to move through it. However, are you willing, and a way to check in to this, is are you willing to have open and honest conversations with one another? Are you willing to really say, wow, I want to engage with others and uh, want to have a reciprocal relationship with others in the sense that I may know something, but they may know something too. And if we have this conversation, we might actually learn something from one another. How a spiritual practice helps with this is it typically, across the board, any theological belief system, non-theological belief system, there's a level of sacredness that occurs, a level of reverence that occurs, even if it's through science, that it's like, oh, I have respect for this energetic field and when you do it's like oh just like if all of a sudden you're in a room with people that know a certain thing you might have respect for them because they're an authority at this moment in time on that knowledge base so when we have a higher state of awareness for ourselves a higher level of respect for that which is unfolding around us there is this opportunity to really 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 <laughs> continue our own evolution rather than stagnating in what we think we know. And again, this will change. You know, I'm constantly, uh, for myself, reevaluating where I am in time and space, what I've learned, how I'm uh, entering and engaging with life around me. And sometimes it's beautiful and sometimes it's not so graceful. However, I'm committed to that path and I'm committed to continuing to evolve and reapproaching things I may have fallen by the wayside, I may want to reevaluate and look at them with a new lens. That's kind of exciting. So oftentimes in our society, we're just used to cutting the line and releasing, ditching things because we feel we know it all around those situations. We don't, we don't see the true essence within them. So as we go into spiritual relationship with self, I want you to write down 
hey, is there something I want to shed that's not truly serving me in this moment in time and space? And is there something that I would like to really cultivate? Where have I let myself fall by the wayside? I hear this more than not in a Buddhist setting, in uh, religious settings, uh, even in people that have a love for nature and science, that when things are going well, when you're tending to life, you, you forget to honor and respect those things that are sacred to you. You kind of push them by the wayside because you think they'll always be there. Yeah, they're there for you to access, but there's something really beautiful that happens when things are not going well, when things are going well, to access those practices because you have opportunity to transform that which you thought you knew. You have opportunity to have a deeper relationship with that which you choose to relate to. Let's say it's photosynthesis. If you continue to meet photosynthesis as it is explained in science today, you will probably get to a deeper understanding of what that means on a microcosm and a macrocosm. And you might really follow science and see the developments within that. The same if you have a, a theological practice or a spiritual practice. If you deepen that practice, you're going to get to a new body of information. So write down there one thing you're ready to shed, one thing that you're ready to tend to. And right now, from this segment, we have 10 things that are um, available to us if we were to chart them out. And what I'd love for you to do is you choose one point of entry. Choose one thing that you want to focus on, whether it's the mind, body, spirit, one overarching thing that you're ready to shed, one overarching thing that you're ready to cultivate, and start there. What will happen if you choose those one things? Is all these other things start to dance together, and guess what? They'll start to uh, really be shifting and transforming internally and externally. And what you can do even through the season is continue to evaluate the mind, the body, the heart, the spiritual being, and see what you need to tend to. This can change day to day, but keep your eye focused on this one thing that you feel really committed to, that maybe that you can commit to this whole season. And then in the moment-to-moment -moment basis, you can acknowledge those things that self-arise. So with that being said, we're going to exit out, and in our exit, we're going to do it with a little uh, aloha, aka, oh, I can't say it, aloha, aka, akua, with uh, Nahako, the medicine for the people, and think about the internal ecosystem, the external ecosystem, and the beauty that exists around us. Until next time, this is she signing out, full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Lend your ears, lend your hands, lend your movement, anything you can. Come to teach, come to be taught, come in the likeness, in the image of God. Cause you can be like that, with all that humbleness and all that respect. All of the power invested in me. Beat hard to love my enemies All of the black bags Over the heads of the dead and dying The more I understand about the human race The less I comprehend about our purpose and place And maybe if there was a clearer line The curiosity would satisfy 
Time-based prophecies have kept me from living In the moment I'm struggling to trust the divinity Of all the gods And what the hell they have planned for us I cry for the creatures who get left behind But everything will change in the blink of an eye And if you wish to survive You will find the guide inside
a different place. Powerful the day that I 
I don't wake up and transcend the holy makeup. I am on my way to a different Aloha, aloha, kulei.